0: All right. Well, let's pray, and we'll get right into the Word tonight. Father, we thank you for this opportunity to be in your presence. We've already had such a, a wonderful time of worship and praise and honoring in you, you, and lifting up your name. And we just appreciate that anointed music. And and Lord, we thank you that tonight you care for us, and you you care about everything that we have need of, or or any. Uh, problems that need to be solved, uh, you know the answer and you have the wisdom. And we thank you tonight that as, as we minister your word, that you just customize it to each one listening, that they hear the answers that they need, that they see the solutions to the problems. And if they're financial issues, Father, we thank you for helping and blessing and meeting the needs. If they're physical issues, we thank you for your healing power that's released in your word when your word is spoken. For you sent your word and healed them and delivered them. And we thank you that that, that you are so mighty and active in our lives. And we appreciate tonight, Lord, learning and growing in you. In Jesus' name, amen. 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 Well, we are going to start tonight in Nehemiah and... Uh, I just, you know, when I'm praying about ministering, I just really, really listen to the Lord, uh, because there's so many things. There's just, you know, vast amounts of knowledge and wisdom in this Word. And, um, so it's, sometimes it's, uh, hard to kind of choose a subject when you, when you think, oh, that would be good. Oh, that would be good. <laughs> you know, and you think, well, all right, Lord, what do you want to say? And I really, uh, I really felt like that I heard this scripture, and it's in Nehemiah chapter 4, and um, it's, it starts with verse uh, 17. And of course, just a little background here, uh, Nehemiah was building the walls of Jerusalem back after they had been destroyed, and um, not everybody was so happy about it. You know, <laughs> there's going to be times when the Lord's told you to do something, giving you assignment or even the calling of God on your life, and not everybody's going to be so thrilled. <laughs> and, and it's interesting how sometimes they, they don't want to do it, but they just don't want you to succeed in what, in what you're supposed to do. And we know who's behind that. We know the enemy who comes to steal, kill, and destroy, and he doesn't want people to really operate in what God has for them because it blesses others. It will encourage others. Uh, you know, we really ever sh- shouldn't be jealous of ministry gifts. We should be thankful that they're doing so well because the better they do, the better we do. And so we should encourage pastors and encourage evangelists and apostles and prophets uh, and teachers to be the best they can to do to go further than they ever thought they could go and and thank God for that when you see someone doing that this surpasses you say well glory to God that'll help me go further as well because we're a body and when one part of the body's doing well it's good for all of us isn't it and and so here we see there's some opposition and in life you're going to have opposition um, I think, and I've heard Pastor David say this, that the the Word of Faith movement, sometimes we got the idea, now it wasn't Brother Hagin saying these things, but sometimes we got the idea that when we got in faith, everything was going to be all right all the time, nothing was going to go wrong, <laughs> and if something was wrong, then we had sinned or done something deeply, deeply <laughs> offensive to God, or, and you know, it's just simply not true. The Bible teaches us that in this world, you will have tribulation. You will have it. You're not exempt for it, from it at all. None of us are. But the good news is that He will deliver us out of all of that. He is there with you. He was. He's there holding your right hand. He's there uh, helping you to see the way out, to see the way of escape and he is a refuge during the storm because there are going to be storms in life. There's going to be challenges and there's going to be those who oppose. Well, here we see how that happened. In fact, we'll back up just a minute, just for a minute in Nehemiah chapter 2 and look, uh, you know, the ones that were opposing him, Sanballat. This is verse 19. Uh, Tobia uh, Gisham the Arab all you know they were laughing at them to scorn despising us so here they're they're you know Nehemiah's they're trying to do something right trying to do something they've been instructed by God to do and they're this group is laughing them to scorn You know, you can't go by what other people say about what you're supposed to be doing. (laughs) You can't fall into that thinking, well, maybe I'm wrong because, you know, they're really mocking me or making fun of me or even despising, that's a strong word, despising you. Well, what happened? Verse 20, I answered them, the God of heaven will prosper us. Amen? That's a good line, isn't it? To put, put in your mouth daily. The God of heaven will prosper us. Therefore, we his servants will arise and build, yeah. but you have no portion or right or memorial in Jerusalem. So in other words, uh, we could say to the enemy, we know the enemy today, we're not ignorant of his devices. He's the, the devil and he has this group that works with him, demon, demons, demon, demonic activity that goes on along with that. And so we can say to him, you don't have any pot, a pot or a window here. You don't have any portion here to do anything and act any way in this. Amen. No portion or right. So let's go over to chapter four and verse 17. They that builded the wall on the wall, they bear burdens with those that laid it. Every one uh, with one of his hands wrought in the work and with the other held a weapon. So in, in amplified makes it a little easier to understand, those who built the wall and those who bore burdens loaded themselves so that everyone worked with one hand and held a weapon with the other hand. <laughs> now here they are building and it was pretty exhausting. It it says how exhausting this is, this kind of work is. But not only are they building, they are fighting. They have a weapon and a building tool at the same time. Have you ever felt like that before? (laughs) As Christians, we should really be kind of used to that because there is, uh, an adversary and he, uh, the Bible says goes about seeking whom he may devour. He roams about. So he is, uh, especially after I believe builders and, um, but the good news is that you can get the plan of god and nehemiah did he got the plan and he he said uh, listen god is with us in this and we can do this and they and they did they did it so know that there's times and seasons and a lot of times and a lot of seasons will you will be fighting and building at the same time and i think my encouragement to you that the holy spirit said to me this week when i was listening to him He said, don't stop building just because you have to fight. Don't stop building just because you have to fight. Because I think many times we'll lay down that tool of the building tool, whatever that tool might be in our hand, just to fight the enemy. And we don't have to. Amen? Because God's weapons are so mighty, the Bible says, they are mighty through God. Now, I think that's sometimes where we make the mistake is we think we have to do the fighting and even the building in our own strength. And that's not, in fact, that won't get you very far at all. (laughs) Believe me, I know, I can testify to that. So what we're doing then is we're getting the plan of God, how he wants to build and how he wants us to fight. Because he said, I mean, there's a lot of fighting words in the New Testament. I mean, he tells us to fight the good fight of faith. Mm -hmm. He said, you're soldiers. Don't entangle yourselves with the the affairs of this life. And then he goes on to say that we wrestle not against flesh and and blood. But, you know, there's a, there's a a list of armor that there that he says to put on and, and to pray. Mm -hmm. So, uh, we see that these building tools and these fighting tools are not going to be something that we come up with because I tell you, if you do that, you will faint. I mean, it's too much to carry and it's too much to do, but praise God with these tools of the Holy Spirit. We can even rest yeah. while we're building and fighting. <laughs> Isn't that interesting? Even entering into rest at the same time building and fighting. Now that all sounds, uh, contradictory, but it's not in the, in the spirit. So I want you to put your spirit ears on, anointed ears to hear tonight what we're talking about so that you can see that you can do all these things. You can be a builder, you can be a fighter, and you can do it with the guidance and the wisdom of the Holy Spirit. And it, it actually is reviving to you. It's actually strengthening to you instead of weakening you or wearing you out. Amen? Now look at this, Psalms. You, This is very familiar, Psalm Chapter forty six and verse ten. Psalm chapter forty six and verse ten. We see here the Lord says let be well that's amplified. Let me read it in the King James. This is Psalm forty six ten. Be still and know that I am God. Amen. Be still and know that I am God. Now how can you be still and be fighting <laughs> and be building? Well, because this is talking about our own sufficiency versus God's sufficiency, which is God's sufficiency is His grace, operating in His grace, and what He has done through Jesus Christ. Now, our responsibility is to find out what that is that He's done and to renew our mind to it and really the, the scripture that says the weapons of our warfare are not carnal, but mighty through God to the pulling down of strongholds. That's really not so much a prayer scripture. And I'm a prayer person. I love intercession and all that. I'm not trying to say anything against that. I'm just saying that the next verse is talking about imaginations and, uh, you know, things that come against the mind, um, because the enemy wants to deny what Christ has done for you. He wants to deceive you and to bring about doubt about how much God has done through Jesus Christ. Because He, he knows, if you know who you are, <laughs> if you really realize the new creature that you are, wow, I'm telling you, uh, it would be a whole different day. So, um, He says here, be still and know that I am God. One... Um, one uh, definition of being still means to stop striving, stop fighting. Now, again, we're talking about in the flesh. Because we do not war against flesh and blood. Um, I, know, I love this definition of uh, being still. One definition of being still is relax. <laughs> relax. Don't you love that word? Relax. Well, you can relax and build and fight at the same time. Yes. In fact, a lot of in the spirit realm, relaxing is a tremendous weapon. The tremendous weapon. Yes. You're actually saying God f- fights my battles. Yes. Yes. God's at work in this. Uh, doesn't the Bible say cast all your care over on him for he cares for you? And so what is He doing? He's taking all the anxiety, all the care, and He's working on the situation so that you can relax. <laughs> Amen. Yeah. He is building and He is fighting for you uh, and you can relax. Now, that doesn't mean that you won't ever do anything or say anything uh, because he's in, He instructs us sometimes to do things and to say things. But I have found at times... He tells me to shut up. Yeah. <laughs> you know, you be quiet and you sit down. Just like the uh, Psalm 23 says, He makes me lie down in green pastures. There are times where He has told me before, Stop! <laughs> Stop! I got this, Scarlet. You lay down in the green pastures enjoy your day. Amen? And let me handle, let me fight the battle. Let me be the good shepherd that provides for you, that handles the situations that really there's no way we can handle. There's, you know, there's things we can do during the day that are good things and right things. But there are some problems that there is no way you can do it. There's just no way. And I had to figure it out. You know what? This is bigger than Scarlet. But through God... There's nothing great, there's nobody greater than God. And when we rely on Him, praise God, and what He's done through Jesus Christ, I'm telling you, it's just a matter of time. Amen. It's just a matter of time before you get, you see the manifestation and the victory. Now, in Acts 1-8, are you with me still? I'm not going to keep you too long. I'm just exhorting you a little bit here. We're going to fight. Amen. And we're going to build. And we're not going to lay down either tool. But we, it's not in our own power or our own strength. We always, you know, just do so much better when we are operating in the power of the Holy Spirit. And I love the way, you know, we think at times when we're having to fight or having to build that there's certain things that you have to do to make those things happen. Acts 1 8 is what, is where we're going. There's certain things that, you know, the you effort and, and and time and on and on that, you know, that's going to take 10 years for us to do that. And we lay out these goals and we strive to get there and all these things. But I'm telling you, I've seen the Holy Spirit work in a matter of minutes or hours and do something that you couldn't have done in 30 years. I've seen financial blessings that there would be no way probably in a lifetime to do. Some of those things. And God just does it in a moment's time. It's the favor of God. It's the love of God. Amen. And um, so we need to expect him to do these things. So it's not our own power, but it is the power of the Holy Spirit. Look at this. But you shall receive power after that the Holy Ghost is come upon you. You shall receive power when? When the Holy Ghost has come upon you. I'm telling you, and I know this is the initial, you know, infilling of the, with the evidence of speaking in tongues, and this was Jesus getting them all started. But even now, today, when we get in His presence, there is a power that will come upon us. It's a beautiful thing. Sometimes corporately, sometimes when I'm by myself, just in His presence, the power of God will come upon you. If you will allow that time, and just be still, Relax, amen, and let the Spirit of God come upon you. Now, do you know what that word "power" right there means? In the Amplifies, it says, "ability." Now, think about that. God's ability will come upon you. That you can build and you can fight with that, right? God's ability, efficiency. He's God is very efficient. It's just so beautiful the way He is because i think sometimes he seems spontaneous and he seems like he likes surprises you know suddenlies and all that sort of thing and then he plans he's such a planner too he just plans the whole universe he's planned your life he's planned you know the 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 uh, amazing church of the living god and 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 how it's to be set up and and just think how even our physical bodies what a plan all these systems that we have in our in our physical bodies you know and uh, how He's done all that. So, He's very efficient. And then the third word there is might. Do you see that? The ability, efficiency, and might when the Holy Ghost comes upon you. Wow. why not wait on that every day? Why not get along with that and get some ability, right? Get some efficiency and get some might. The might of God. Hallelujah. And it's available to us all. Now, um, we know that uh, Ephesians chapter 18, let's go there, and then we'll go to Ephesians 6, and then we'll be done. Maybe we can pick up here another time and just talk a little more about this. But Ephesians chapter 5, because I want you to know that his weapons are not always what we would think they would be. Like, for instance, I think one of the greatest weapons of God is peace. You are just in a peaceful, wonderful state with God. It is that is such a weapon to the enemy because he wants you upset, he wants you in turmoil, he wants you in fear, he wants you uh crazy with thoughts or, or um, imaginations, and so just being uh in that peaceful realm of Jesus is Lord over my life, <laughs> you know. Jesus is my healer. Yeah. Jesus will provide for me. And I know those things sound simple, but when you really start rehearsing that in your mind, it is so powerful, isn't it? So mighty just to say and and have that simple faith of Jesus is my shepherd. Amen. Praise God. So here, Ephesians chapter 5, let's look at some of these other just tools here of warfare and even building. Ephesians 5.18 says, And be not drunk with wine, wherein is excess, but be filled with the Spirit, speaking to yourselves. So, you know, sometimes we have to talk to ourselves. Yeah. Speaking to ourselves in psalms and hymns and spiritual songs. Yeah. Wow, that's how you fill yourself up with the might of God. Right. You fill yourself up with the ability of God. Yeah. And you fill yourself up with efficiency. <laughs> so efficient. Praise God. And then it says, making melody in your heart to the Lord. So we're, we're, we're speaking and we're singing. Speaking and singing are tremendous weapons to build and to fight. Speaking and singing. And here it says, just making melody in your heart to the Lord. I was telling, I don't know if I said it here or if I I don't know where I said it, but uh the other day we were having a rough day and I said, uh I was in the kitchen washing dishes and I heard the Lord say, just worship. Just worship. You know, sometimes we just need to put everything down and just worship and just spend time with Him. So I said, David, hey, well, let's worship. And of course, He's always ready to worship God. So we go and... Thank God I have a husband that plays the piano and the organ. And, and uh, we just went in there and worshiped and and praised. And those things were just turned around so beautifully that were, uh, you know, real issues. Not between us, necessarily. We had some other things going on. Yeah. <laughs> but, oh, what a beautiful peace comes in. And I just think angels enjoy worship. You know, I think you're inviting angelic beings into your home and you worship and praise the Lord because they love to praise. Um, and and you might not have a husband or a wife that plays a piano, but you can turn on a praise tape yeah. or you can just sing, make a joyful noise. Just make some noise, amen? And it will free you. And I'm telling you, His might and His strength and His efficiency, His ability will come on you and fill you up to overflow Him. And then look at Ephesians chapter 6 and we'll close with this. Verse 10. Finally, my brethren, be strong in the Lord. Now, in the Lord is very important there because sometimes we're strong. We think we're strong or we think we're being strong or somebody might just tell you, just be strong, you know, (laughs) and you're trying to be strong. And uh, it's not in ourselves. It's not in our own strength or our own power. It's in... The Lord, be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. Now, you know, these scriptures go through. Well, I'll read the next one. Put on the whole arm of God that you may be able to stand against the wiles of the devil. Um, and then it goes on to, st- to say, we wrestle not against flesh and blood. And then he says, you can withstand in the evil day. Having done all to stand, stand, therefore, you know, a lot of this is just standing. <laughs> Have you noticed? It doesn't really say attack or anything. It just says stand. You're just standing in faith. Amen? Yeah. Yeah. And when you're standing with all this wonderful, uh, really everything associated with every scripture verse here is the Word of God. That's really the, the bottom line of all of it is the Word of God. And then take all the Word and verse 18, praying always. Praying always. So another weapon would be prayer. So we see that uh, you know building. Uh, you can build praying, and you can fight praying. Amen. And you can help others build in, in by praying for them or with them, and you can help them fight by praying with them or for them. So these are weapons. I think sometimes that we 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 know about but you know we need to be reminded because again we get so natural minded you know we get we get hooked in with the earth and the world and the news and we start thinking well what can we do to fight or how can we build and um god has a plan and his his thoughts are higher than our thoughts amen his ways are higher than our ways uh i remember a, a friend of mine um uh, Pastor Willie George years ago, he had a, a lot of curriculum, and he, some of you probably know all the children's cri- curriculum he had. And he had it all in the warehouse, and um, his daughter Charity was climbing up on the boxes and fell and uh, a long way and hit her head, and it was really, really bad. Um, they rushed her to the hospital, and in the hospital room, he was. He said she was just you know, hysterical. And he was praying. He said, I prayed in other tongues. I prayed in English. And, you know, I was just, what am I going to do? You know, my daughter and all this is going on, all this activity. And, And she was, I think he even said she was like hallucinating. It was bad. And, um, So he just said, okay, Lord, what should I do? Now, I think that is really important. Which tool should I use? Have you ever used the wrong tool on (laughs) something? It just doesn't work right. You might could do it. You know, I know a lot of our knives were bent because we tried to use them like screwdrivers. (laughs) Or the forks are like this because you tried to do something with them that they weren't meant to do. (laughs) But but it just, it might work a little bit, but it's just not going to be efficient. It's not going to be the, the right, uh, thing to do at the right time. So he asked the Lord, what should I do? And the Lord said, praise me, worship, just worship. And he said, the minute he started singing to the Lord in this hospital room, the worship of God, he said, she calmed down. The Spirit of God came in that room and it wasn't long before, you know, there was a healing process taken place in her and um, you know I've often thought about that because I think sometimes we're it's like you know going through the toolbox which I use this or this or this or this and you know God is the one who is the, the greatest builder and the greatest fighter he will fight your battles the Bible yeah. says stand still and see the salvation of the Lord you know see him win the battle you can see it in the Old Testament sometimes he would just do say okay I want you to take a little Pot and a little light, and y'all are gonna you know, win this battle with that, right? Are you kidding? Or he would say, just march around seven times, and the walls will come down. You know? yeah. So sometimes it's, it's a different way than we would think of fighting a battle or even building uh, the kingdom of God. But he has the right tools at the right time, and so. Um, I just encourage you tonight, don't stop building and don't stop fighting. Amen. And let the Lord lead you and guide you in that so that you can really rest even in the midst of the battle. Amen. Hallelujah. So let's pray. Father, we just thank you for this time together. We thank you, Lord, that we're called to build your kingdom. And we know there are uh, those times where we have to to uh, fight, to wrestle, and to... to um, See to it that things are taken authority over and, and to demonstrate your power and your might. Um, and so we just, we lean on your wisdom. And we know that in James, it, it says there that if we ask for wisdom, uh, what to do, how to do it, and what tools to use in that, that you give it to us liberally. And we appreciate that so much. So I pray tonight for my brothers and sisters. I thank You for wisdom. In whatever battle they're fighting or whatever they're trying to build in their lives, I thank You tonight. The spirit of wisdom is theirs. And they are enlightened and they go forward. And I thank You, Father, they accomplish all the will of God for their lives in the name of Jesus. In Jesus' name, amen.